Oh, how fabulous. Hi there. Welcome to How Fabulous by Tony & Co. I'm Tony, and in this episode, I speak to the very lovely lady, Sherlene Allison. Now, Sherlene is, Sherlene is not only a model, a working model, but she is also a mom and she runs another business. And we get into that whole business as well. Um, she's a really talented lady. She's a graphic designer. She's a lot of things. And we talk about the how, what's, where's of her life. Um, Sherlene and I met a long time ago through the advertising industry. Um, she was actually um, coming in for a casting that I was conducting. So there's that. And I've kept in touch with her throughout the years. So we have a really lovely chat. She has just got the most amazing energy, this lady. Um, and it was a delight, absolute delight to chat to her. So there you go, Sherlene Allison. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed catching up with her. Hello, and welcome to How Fabulous by Tony & Co. I'm Tony, and today I'm joined by the very fabulous lady, Sherlene Allison and also Wu Chang Fang has just oh, made no. his way here. He's scoping Shirley out. She Gorgeous. reaches down to pat yeah. him and he Aww. stays there. He eyes her up, thinking, <laughs> I'll go onto that. Onto that, onto that lap. Oh. You know I'm mad for cats, so I'm always going to be a bit distracted, especially when we're filming here. Welcome, Shirley. Sorry about that. And my focus oh. is on you now. Thanks for the lovely introduction. <laughs> I'm just uh, grateful to be here. You've done so much yourself, and it's just great to be surrounded by amazing women. And you're so you've been in every part of different parts of industries, like interiors and producing. So I just, yeah, I admire that. Yeah. Oh, and back at you, because there's a whole lot of stuff that I didn't know about you. And I'll, I guess I'll explain um, how, well, my recollection of how you and I met yep. many years ago. Um, so Sherlene is actually, um, she's a business owner, um, a model, uh, a graphic designer, um, and uh, a mama, and what else do you do? Uh, Community yeah. events, yeah. all sorts of stuff. So she wears a lot of hats. But I met her when I didn't know any of sort of the other part. I just knew her as a model. And so, yeah. you, I mean, you are a model. You were a model. Yeah. So um, and you continue to model. Yeah. So I try to fit that in. So it's been nearly twenty years now. So I started as a teenager. Yeah. Oh my goodness. When did time. you start out? 17, just straight after high school. Wow. Um, I just knew I wanted to get into the industry, always looked at magazines and TV shows and just thought there wasn't enough faces of colour in there and I wanted to change things and it took a while actually, but we are getting there. Yeah, so, and well, it, mm. it has literally taken a long, long, long time. Yes. You know, if you started at 17, right. there's no way, probably, mm -hmm. you know, your experience. So, so let's go back there. Did you... So did you sign up with an agency back then? I did. So when I was 17, I walked into four of the big agencies, just did my research. In Melbourne? Sure. Uh, in Melbourne. Yep. So it was great. I went in with two other girlfriends back then. We were all the same age. We all had the same drive and passion to get into the industry. And three of them wanted to sign me up straight away, which was a good feeling. Like yeah, It yeah, was yeah. a good confidence boost. And mm. went to a fourth one, and they took some photos as well. And by the end of the day, I got a phone call to say, would you like to come to a casting on the same day? And so wow. that's the agency I ended up first with. But it was still an uphill battle. So from starting out, I did go to a few castings and go-sees back then. 
and it was just hard to just nail the job because it was all going out to the Anglo models. That was what was in trend back then Yeah. as well. And so yeah. when you went to say, so do you think that the brief, the briefs from the clients mm -hmm. that came back then, so this is what in to early mm -hmm. early yes. 1990s uh to early 2000s early 2000s yeah. so do you think the brief was and this is interesting because you know this is how i actually know you through looking at your comp car okay uh, nice. as a producer going <laughs> um yeah. do you think that the briefs that were going to your agent were just you know um about age and um height mm. and you know or was it we specifically want to see an asian model or um it was quite generic back then it was like mm. i want to see a brunette uh mostly more youthful look so back then i would say they'll casting and hiring a lot more younger girls to promote older women's outfits so mm. it just didn't make much sense back then to me it and still doesn't make mm. any sense i don't I, I, it still doesn't make any sense and we'll go into that because yeah. i look at it now as a woman of 50 yeah. or nearly 50 and think what have i got in comp no i don't want to i want someone who's you know half my body weight exactly and who's 30 yeah five years younger than me right. telling me what i should be wearing or or saying oh i do this for my skin yeah your skin's perfect babe <laughs> it's like you yeah. don't need anything just put some flipping mm -hmm. moisturizer it doesn't matter what moisturizer just slap some crap on from yeah. the supermarket it's okay <laughs> that's right so it's just yeah it's just um over time i can even pinpoint it to about 2009 and that's when i think the change was happening where i felt like they were choosing models because of your, my background as an Asian model. So from 2009, I'll just say from, what was it, 2007, I think I, I entered the Miss Universe Australia competition. <gasps> and the top did you? Four, See, I didn't I know did. that. Oh my God, yeah. how did you? So wait, 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 I just need to, t to know, how yeah. do you enter that? Like, what did you do? What was the process? A friend first contacted me and said, oh, they're doing castings at QV in the city. And I thought, okay, I'm close by, I'll drop by and see who's casting and the woman that was casting she had a thing as well she liked to have more diversity in the industry mm. so there was a few advocates in the industry at that time which was great yeah fantastic but the four winners that were chosen at that time they were all blonde girls and i thought oh okay i won't mm. give up yet i'll try again yeah so two Good years later mm. was two years, yeah two years later i entered again and then i had much more luck so that was great so there was four of us chosen and i think there was a greek girl and there was I don't remember what nationality, but she also, um, it was a more multicultural top four. And that was amazing. So that's when the change was slowly starting to happen. Yeah. But I did get a comment from someone in the industry saying, you're just a filler at the moment. You're just going to be in the top 30. Oh, that's, I a, that's, a, that's terrible. I know, it's that's terrible. That's a terrible thing to won, say um, and a terrible thing to hear. Yeah, it was actually. And that's they said, if you win, no one's going to know what, you know, you're not going to look like you're representing Australia. Oh, okay. What? That's okay. I know. Oh, yeah. Oh. So these are the comments I used to get. Uh, yeah. So I go in there. You're mentally trying to prepare for the finals, and you want to take out the title, but you know there's a lot going against you at that time. So. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, Gosh. Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's been a battlefield going, uh, trying to get places in this industry, but. In the last few years, it's been amazing. I don't know if it's my age or like the change in wanting more colored faces out there. 
but I've noticed I've been able to now be the main person in campaigns, which has been amazing. Yeah, so not I'm, like the just the add-on, the afterthought, exactly, the that's token. Right. Because in the which past, it shouldn't be, yeah. yeah, if you look at campaigns, if there was three models, you'd always have the Anglo one in the middle and the ones with colours on the side. The backup dancers. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm grateful that's changing. That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. And does that give you more confidence though? Does that, I mean, does it make you feel like, well actually does age make you more confident as a model? Yes, I'd say experience as well. Mm -hmm. And then getting to know people in, in the industry. I didn't know many before I started. I was just thrown in the deep end. So, and I think people understand that you're a professional after a while, they know you're going to make the job in time mm. and you treat it like work. And know? this is it, mm. I mean, I, I guess this is the thing, I mean, you don't, you don't, you know, the, the few times I've met you, you don't, and what I see of you, you don't come across as um, a, a, a vacuous, flippant sort of, oh, 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 that kind of, that kind of person, you know, yeah. you are really, you are a beautifully calming calm person and you bring in a lot of good energy Thank you. and you know you you know and I imagine that um, as a as a job mm -hmm. modeling you would take very seriously yes and not be treat it like it was something that shouldn't be something that you turn up to on time and give your very best and that's right you know, and I've seen both trust me I've seen I'm sure you've seen <laughs> heaps of it in there but yeah. lots of people acting really yeah terribly that's in situations right. like that and not treating it like a like a job a proper job yeah like a proper job that's and right. a professional and that's yeah. because you are your that's your you know that's yeah. your calling card that's your tool that's your thing that will get you work and yeah and bringing your own personality not just that look yeah is is what it's about isn't it that's really? right and also understanding the other side of the fence as well you're a business owner you're employing yeah. models to represent your brand yeah and everyone's on a time constraint too so I'm I understand time. that side of the fence and you're yeah. there as a model to do your work and mm. yeah mm. not waste people's time and it yeah. has and I think the industry definitely you know even um, you know, I've been in advertising a very, very mm. long time and I've seen huge changes happen. Mm. And I worked um, for a client that for years and years and years, we couldn't get any cultural diversity, um, you know, road in at all with yeah. casting. It had to be a very particular look yeah. and they wouldn't think either side of it. And it took years and years and years and years and they finally are now. And I think, um, it's Boo coming down again. It's too Come on, baby. <laughs> um, and, and it makes me feel really excited that, you know, that that, that is happening and yep. casting agencies are thinking differently, brands are thinking differently, Great. worldwide brands are thinking yeah. differently. It just makes know. sense because they need to advertise to your buyers. Yeah. That's right. And yeah. also older women. Exactly. You know, it's a big market. The fact mm -hmm. that you can, you know, there's agencies out there that yeah. represent women who um, you know, are over yeah. 45, right. heaven forbid, mm. that that's old, you know, yeah. God forbid that you, 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 you get grey hair or you get some wrinkles or, you know, you get a little bit of, you know, yeah. put weight on or whatever it might be. But there's agencies out there that actually represent those people and not just for, you know, incontinence pads. That's right. You know, they're yeah. actually beautiful women and this should be celebrated. Yeah. And I think that you know, you being part of this whole, you know, the, the, the movement, the yeah. the progress is, you know, a wonderful place to be. No, it's, be it's fantastic. And I'm so glad that after all these years, I can still be in this industry and 
and still see so many supporters like yourself advocating all the time for more um, faces of colour, different sizes, different ages. Yeah, so, and that's, uh, yeah, you know, I'm, so important. I'm a yeah. big one for, you know, fashion being fun and attainable yeah. for people of all ages, of all sizes, of all shapes, you know. Yeah. Um, and if you yeah. happen to be lovely and Wu's just passed out on the floor. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, you know, and if you happen to be a great, in great shape, that's great. But also, when the clothes come in all shapes and sizes, yeah. you know, and Australia is a multicultural um, that's right. country. We just yeah. have so many amazing flavours here yes. of people and it's just that's what makes us so unique you know exactly yeah uh, can i oh i'll talk yeah, about tell um, me tell me so last year I, I did shoot a pretty big campaign it's a well-known brand as well and just because covid took place last year and where it came from we i found a lot more racism as well um over time um taking place in 2020 so the comments that were made, it was a sponsored post on Facebook, as you do, and usually I'd ignore the comments that came through, but there was a lot that was left that were attacking um, our race. And the first person that called me was my mother, and she was saying, oh, there's been a lot of negative comments. And I asked her, well, what's it about? And she was ashamed to even mention what they were saying online. And the next morning I woke up and I had all these messages from friends that screen captured all the comments that were made and I thought this is oh, not these on. are screen warriors are they? Mm. I'm sorry keyboard warriors. Yeah, keyboard warriors yeah and so I thought I said to mum I'm gonna address this I'm gonna just put it out there in social media and just let them know this is how people are treating people of our race my mum's like just don't do it she wanted to save face because you know, your, your background is um, uh, Chinese, Chinese. Chinese. Yeah. yes and so I'm glad I spoke out because it was amazing how many people contacted me mm. saying that they were all feeling this racism too. And mm. it was horrible, like this girl, she was on the train and because of a race, someone called her, you know, coronavirus and spat on her and left the train. She was in shock. This oh. poor young girl was feeling anxious. So all these stories kept coming in and I thought, oh my it's goodness. Devastating. It's so, devastating that yeah, last it year that was, you know, that's still yeah, that was one of the... A thought in people's heads. Yeah. It just, it just, I can't even get my head around that. Yeah, that's right. So it's gone from being over the moon representing this brand that's been very accepting, very um, into diverse, in diversity. Mm. Yes, to seeing this happen, but um, they were fantastic. The head office, they got on to me, they sent flowers, they, they said it was not on, they kept apologising to all the um, crew that was involved as well. Yeah. So that was great to see a company step up. In I that love way. that you mm -hmm. actually decided you were going to say something about that. Yeah, so most of the time models, you know, you don't say anything, you're just yeah. there to do the job. But yeah. I just thought it just meant so much more to me. Mm, and absolutely. I wanted to... It does mean something. Yeah. And we should all be able to say, but we should all be able to say yeah. something about it and call it out. Call and, it out, that's right. And just say mm -hmm. it and not be afraid yes. of what might happen. Exactly, that's yeah. right. When something just does not feel right, my gut feeling is thinking, I can't stay quiet about this. Mm. And it was just amazing. All the support, even from my industry as well, from all the other models, the producers that saw it, they, yeah, they were mm. all on the same boat. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, well, that's, um, that's an interesting thing. I mean, mm. I, it's, it's, it's funny because I did a podcast um, with another lady and yeah. um, we spoke quite in depth about this, you know, and she was asking me about my um, my background okay. because 
I actually don't look well. I look people don't people don't can't work out what what the heck I am. Yeah. Um, and in actual fact, I'm um, Maori Chinese. I was amazed when you told me that. So because I don't really yeah. look, uh, you know, people probably usually pick me for Greek or yeah. um, Italian or something sometimes, you know, but never Asian and definitely not Maori because. You know, I just don't look that way. But my mum looks very Asian, or my yeah. aunties look very Asian. My grandfather is full Chinese, and you know all of that. So it's interesting when, when, and we were talking about this in the podcast that people will start to say something mm -hmm. about yes. Chinese this or the thing or Asian something or yeah. when they don't know because they think you know because I'm pretty fair skinned really in the whole yeah. scheme of things and. You know, you have to, and Phil, my husband, mm -hmm. he's you know completely white. He's English, English and white and pink, yeah. um, and very beautiful. But he'll always step in before I even have a chance, yeah. usually, to say something like yes. And Tony's background is Asian. Before yeah. you start saying oh, and the thing, and it embarrasses the other people, and it should. Mm. It it's should. probably steps in too. I yeah, like absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, absolutely. You know, and I would say mm -hmm. something, but it is still quite interesting how many times that happens. And it's in, usually in a group setting yeah. of people that, you know, they don't know who I am and, you know, they just sort of judge judge this yeah, and then right. start thinking that they can have this sort of casual remark about something and they think they yeah. can't. Yeah. And that's the thing. We were talking mm -hmm. about this. You've got to say something. Yes. You've got to say something. Yes, you have to because mm -hmm. for too long it's people don't say anything and yeah. for you to be you know speaking out about that whole campaign is 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 huge and then your kids see it you yeah, know see you right. saying something and your daughter says you know knows you don't have to be quiet about it exactly and i think once you have children as well as you know oh, yeah. you just yeah. want to do the best you can and be a good role model to them as well so yeah yeah absolutely and so so you've you know, mm. along your modelling career, you've also mm. done other things. So you, when did you get into graphic design as well? Yeah, so I started that about 21. I studied it for four years, did illustrations as well. So since then I've been able to freelance and that's worked well with the fashion industry as well because I end up designing some labels and working for people in that sense. And, yeah. and I love being able to see the creative process between the modelling jobs and seeing the end process. That's what... Yeah. That's my passion. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what drives me more. So, mm. and it's seeing the end product and being able to apply my own skills in that sense as well, and seeing how I could have done things differently or how I could improve my own work. So it just ties in. It's a creative industry. So it's just one big bubble I find. Yeah. And so, what sort of illustrations do you do? Uh, lots of things. Uh, at the moment, I'm rebranding for a beauty salon. Um, I've got another client, She's a, she owns multiple businesses, so I do a lot of different graphic design work for her too. So mostly like logo designs and brochures. I do a lot for our own business, like order of services. So it keeps me quite busy as well on the side. And usually it's when the kids go to bed. That's my yeah, time yeah. to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is the thing, you know, we're all connected. You could do that yeah. anywhere in the world and still be, you know, yeah, that's fulfilling right. your creative kind of... Did you yeah. do uh, freehand drawing as well? Yeah, so I do illustrations. So I've always grown up, loved drawing, always been in the arty field. Mm. So, yeah, a big mix of... Um, bit of everything. So I just find it all ties in with the modelling, the art, and I, I've dabbled in a little bit of photography, so it's just an interest and, I, and it calms me too. It's like my zen. 
Yeah. And with the, um, do you think you might do a little book or something like that? Oh, maybe in the future. I did do an e-book on child modelling because I found a lot of parents were asking about the industry and I thought, hmm, like, there's an idea. So I put one together and... Um, did you really? What's it called? Yeah. Oh, it was just child modelling, a parent's handbook. I need to have a look parents at that. Parent's guide. You should yeah. get onto um, child employment with that. Oh, yeah. And send that yeah. to them so they send it out. Oh, that's true. That's I a mean, good point. Um, I've done obviously a lot of kids shoots oh, yes. and there's you know Very mounds true. and mounds and mounds and mounds of paperwork to do. I should have interviewed you for that. Oh my god, the stories oh, I can tell you about sure this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean the, the, the laws in Victoria are really, 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 really strict yes. around employing um, children in the entertainment industry. And for some, you know, yes. you've got to know the ins and outs and I think a lot of people think that they just need uh, if a brand's doing a shoot, that if someone's just got a child employment permit, yes. as in the license, that's it, they're good to go. But it's not that at all. You actually have to apply for the permit and there's lots of different ways you can do yes. that. And you've got to lodge all this paperwork and you've got to do backup. Um, mm -hmm. There's documentation to support all of that. And you've got to do site yeah. visits and you've got to be really across your duty of care and exactly mm -hmm. you know what is happening what they're eating where they're getting changed you know are you filming stills or video yes. all that sort of stuff and over the years you know you, I've done that thousands You've of done hundreds, I've done yeah. a shitload um, but you you know you I think sometimes the parents would go why am I doing all of this paperwork it's crazy mm. you know literally there's the medical history we've got to take it to the um, the uh, not the doctor the headmaster to sign yeah. and then i'm signing it and who's picking it up and you're like this keeps your child safe that's right and, and this is great. what's happening mm -hmm. because a lot of people in the industry will be a bit dodgy yes so sending something like that out to assist mm -hmm. so you know how they can actually say it's not just all you know yeah. um because they can't be you know because they've got nothing better to do it's about keeping the kids safe that's you right because it I, can be a bit yeah well as you would know it's a bit of a that's right and i mean i'd recommend the industry for children especially uh, it's at a very professional standard in australia so mm -hmm. yeah well, some, people, some people some people do it some people don't yeah. you know but it's it's that it's like that with all industries yeah um now you also do it so so you're doing the graphic design mm. plus you're modeling Yes. Then you have some beautiful babies yeah. and you a lovely partner. Uh, and then what sort of happens a bit later? Yeah, so so 2016, around that time, it was, everyone has personal issues, but it was a complicated time. And the first thing that I wanted to step down from was from modelling. So in my mind already, I thought, I'm going to just retire from this and focus on family issues and so I it was my beautiful agency I sent them a message saying I'm, I'm going to leave now it's been a few years you know we're starting our own business I need to focus on that brought them in wine chocolates and I said fucking what <laughs> that was so funny like Shirley you're not you're not quitting yet next day called me up they're like you've got a huge casting you're shortlisted you have to go see them <laughs> And oh, they just wrote me back in, they just knew it, they knew I couldn't leave and they were spot on. So they kept me for a few more years, which is great because I've done some more amazing jobs since then. Oh, and yeah. But now they're so understanding, they know I can get very busy with my other work and mm. they know I'll just mostly take direct bookings these days and 
it's great it just works that way but when I've got time then I'll do more work in the modeling side of things and other times it's mostly my focus is growing our business as well which is a funeral business so botanical funerals so me and my husband we started it in 2016 after my mother-in-law suicided very sadly environmental factors in that so anyone who can be strong-minded never thought you know in the life of me that this would happen we should have a breakdown and before she went she said to me and my husband just start your own thing I'll just be supporting you both and so I felt like we got a blessing before everything happened so that year I felt like we lost everything my husband was in a family business a 250 year old family business he was the sixth generation in it that it just collapsed around him like that went and then what else my son was going through issues with attention mm. my own mother had very serious health issues back then as well I just felt like everything, everything was coming was at you the yeah. universe was really That's right. and you were being tested yeah so oh, we've I think we all yeah people, can relate. yeah, yeah. Do it get just tested happens in life. it does oh yes absolutely and you know? anyone could lose control when absolutely. nothing around you makes sense absolutely so absolutely. being in that dark place we just thought let's just give it our all we've got nothing to lose now let's just start this up on our own let's step away from the family business let's do something that we can be proud of that your mother can be proud of and we came up with botanical funerals she loved gardens and we love gardens as well and it's a tranquil place to be when you're grieving mm. and so we just invested our savings everything into our website first that was our shop front I'll call that and the first day we promoted it on social media we just said we're launching now and that first day we got a call to say this gentleman's grandmother had passed away so that was our very first one we did together and it was amazing he ended up starting to do he started doing live streaming for us as well in the end this oh, gentleman wow. who came to us wow so, wow I love how yeah it's funny you how know, things that it happened, I mean, sadly, yeah. because y your mother-in-law, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, but she's, um, she's blessed us over time. I just feel so grateful just with how everything's going with life now. We're very mm. happy and my husband's very strong-minded. And I'm just so proud of him to be able to step up that way. It wasn't easy at the start. He was still trying to juggle the family, young toddler and another young child as well, and taking mm. on three other jobs. But... Now it's just oh, full time. This is our our That's passion it. now. And so yeah. botanical funerals. Yeah. What? So this was. So this was. You know, probably. A, you know, a, a, in some ways, your mother-in-law's legacy. Yeah, it feels it, like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's to right. to incorporate her love of um, gardens yes. and nature and and so what yes. does that mean? What does that mean for? for the business what how does it what is it yeah so I'd like to think that with our um, business we're more new age we're a youthful brand as well so what we do now instead of the traditional uh, funeral homes we go out to where people would prefer to be like their favorite winery or yacht club um, you know modern chapels so it's a different way of doing um, funerals so and I find People, the service the, the, yeah the yeah. service is a lot more modern and we wanted to be a lot more to do with the family what they want so the type of music they can choose 
yeah, their and, style and less stuffy. Because, less stuffy, yeah, yes. less stuffy. That's and, right. And I mean, because it's a you know, it's a terrible. It's a really you know, and I yeah. and I know from experience, it's mm. surreal. Yes. And you just don't think it's going to happen. Uh, and yes. you just find yourself in this. Yeah. Just a really terribly... It's a terrible time and you just want to take confusing. a burden away from the family. You yeah. want to be there for them. And so we want to keep it small. We don't want to upscale. That's My husband's come from a big scale type company. Mm. And so we want to keep that personalised type of service. Mm. And we've become friends with a lot of our families that have come into our care I as well. I could imagine that you would because, yeah. you know, the energy you're even bringing here is just such oh. a... It just so beautiful and calming oh, and so to have you know have you yeah. around and I can imagine what your yeah. your husband is like to have that yeah that that um, um, not resource sounds so um, yeah not not the right word but to have that energy mm. at a time like that yeah would be just so important it's what you want mm. like you just you know you're really flying blind and just yes. overcome with everything so That's right. you would be you would be the perfect person oh. to, to have there. Thank you. I can imagine yeah. why you would be coming oh. friends with the, the family, <laughs> with these, these people. But I never thought in my entire life I would be working in this type of industry. Yeah, well, that was going to be one of my questions. Did yeah. you, I mean, did you ever think, so when you were 17 going, right, I'm going to be a yeah, model. I'm oh, and also, I'm going to yeah. have my own sort of funeral yeah. service um, business as well. I just always knew from a young age I wanted my own business. I've always been driven in that sense. I always wanted to run my own show. My father always had his own business and that's what I've grown up to know. Yeah. So it was funny because when I met my husband at 19 on the dance floor, I was like, what do you do? I was just dancing around. <laughs> he said, funeral director. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I went I didn't know what to say. Like my parents never speak about it. It's um, superstitious to talk about this stuff. Yeah. Well, this is the yeah. thing. It yeah. is. It's great that you're talking about it because it demystifies yeah. it. It yes. de makes it feel, uh, not de makes it feel. It's terrible English, but you know, people don't talk about it. That's right. But it's because part it feels of life. really. Yeah. It's like you talk about the funeral. You talk about uh, this, right? The wedding yep. and people getting together, and that's when people families come together. You know, like yes. at funerals and and weddings. Yeah. But they don't want to talk about death, a death and, and the funeral because yeah. you know it brings up fear, That's and I right. guess it brings up our own feelings of whatever. Yeah. Um, so we just wanted to make it a, an easy process for everyone, and we want to um, make it as part of conversation. Even the topic of suicide or mental illness, it's important to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah. you think mm. that? Do you think talking about? Mm -hmm. Do you think talking about it makes people um, less scared of it yes and less awkward around it oh absolutely you want people to feel comfortable to be able to express it because the worst thing is not being able to speak about it and holding it in because that's when you've got the chance of losing a loved one if mm. they don't feel comfortable enough to bring it up that's why it should be an open conversation yeah, yeah. well I think um, you know mental health and people talking you know people that have more of a platform yes and ha have more in recent times especially mm -hmm. in, you know across social media mm. being more open about it there's still you know there's still a lot of stuff that you know people don't want to have out there and they don't feel comfortable and that's okay yeah. but you know maybe slowly 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 the more people and the more 
ordinary people mm -hmm. just go, yeah, that's, you know, because mm. it is so common. And like over COVID. Yes. My gosh. Definitely over have, COVID. Um, you know, I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on in COVID too. Yeah. You know, people that thought that they were beyond, mm. um, you know, feeling that way. There's a lot of pressure. That's right. And a lot of pressure I'm, especially on being on the funeral side of it as well. Like in December, especially a lot of young people we conducted services for just around Christmas time, it was very sad and I just couldn't oh, bring myself Shirley. to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. I just thought, oh, yeah. all these lost lives and we could have had a chance to save them yeah. if more people were more open and they felt that love. So, yeah, so there you go. So I've got that side where it's a sad industry and I've also got the happy industry as well. So it's a fine balance. It is, yeah. but do you find that the, the saying goodbye industry mm. is also mm -hmm. Are you trying to make it more about a cele celebrating of that person's life? Uh, yeah, uh, yes, because rather than just yeah, yes. because that's that's a lovely thing to you know it's a it's a terrible thing. People only say mm. good stuff about you when you die. <laughs> like oh my god, they were this and they were that. Like know. I, yeah. you know, wouldn't it be wonderful to encourage people to say more about that when actually when they're, they're, there, they're there? You know, that's right. like, oh, so, I really love the way you that. Or I really love the way you. That's right. Whatever. And also gratitude, just. Being yeah. so happy, you wake up, you're breathing, you're healthy. Yeah. That's first priority. If yeah. you've got that, then yeah. everything else yeah. is, you know, yeah. it should be good in your life. Don't worry yeah. about the small things. That's what I say. Just focus on the bigger picture. Yeah, don't so. sweat the small stuff. And mm. I keep saying, I've been saying this to myself lately and to other people because I've yeah. had a, quite a few friends that have sort of reached out that don't feel so much of in a good place okay. um, for whatever reason. And I keep saying, just remember that you know tomorrow when you wake up or today when you wake up this is the first day of the rest of your life yeah you know and that's i kind great. of think that's mm -hmm. it's a bit i don't know it's a bit american movie kind yeah. of vibe but it's actually really true yeah. you know it is about um you know feeling grateful just to be here another day but it, it, it can it's literally mm -hmm. the first day of the rest of your life if you think about it that way that's a great thing you know and yeah. um i we had someone who um sue on earlier she was what was that thing yolo i didn't know what it was because she's young oh. and greedy and i'm like <laughs> yeah. do you know what it is uh what's that fear of missing out no no, no. You, you only that's live it. once why oh, oh, yes, that's it. Yep, that's because it. she said she's talking away she goes <laughs> yolo and i went yeah. You only live once. Yes. So I feel like I'm going to be saying that everywhere now. YOLO! Yeah. <laughs> Young person term. <laughs> Even though it's awkward me saying it. Oh, but anyway, I have to it, Google that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like you said yeah. ironically now. So it's fine. It's, just yeah. like, it's funny. Can, like, can it's you? Iconic. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, YOLO. Yeah, oh, like, the way she said it was, yeah, it was ironic. Because I think it yeah. came, it was like a thing, like, probably, like, like ages back and then it got weird and then now people say it like I, I, I like not real like as a joke oh. I guess oh okay so you can say it like that and people will be like yeah true like I'm like oh yolo <laughs> like okay. just or how do you deliver it? Yeah, is it how you like deliver it is, it? it is a, it is like a funny thing like it's not like serious yeah. so you can go I Yolo! Like it was back, honestly, I want to say like 2013, 2014. Oh my goodness, I'm so, so behind. Really, I've been around for Did a you while. know that? Really ages. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, so it like, and then went out. Because yeah. that was when back when like TBT was all these things, you know the short text emoticons? Yeah. yeah. And that's when I, like when, when Nokia's were still like kind of, the iPhones weren't really a thing yet. Like people yeah. had them like, yeah. yeah. 
Okay, so this is that's one for you. Yeah, there you go. To go. I'm saying you every day. Yeah, yeah. Yellow, and this is the first day of the rest of your life, which I really Lovely. like that. Yeah. And so, what's the what's the next thing for you? Do you think? Oh, what are you going to be doing? The path I'm on now is just being community focused. Mm. So, we've got a big event organised for our area. We've got the councillor involved. We've got. 10 people in our committee. I just want to create a big market event with live music and food vans just to bring the community together. I think it's important to know your neighbours and just to just know there's always someone there around and what, what a great way to introduce people then to create some festival. Because com community yeah. is really important, isn't so it? So important. And you would mm. know that because you will have seen people yeah. think that they are on their own. You yes. know, that have that have passed because mm. they felt that they were alone. Yes. But you know, and that's how community can help. Yes. And you know, not just your family, but beyond the bigger community. The bigger community that do you know you you know when mm. we've got a we've got a friend. Unfortunately, she's um, she's fighting very bravely um, uh, cancer, oh. and she's receiving treatment, yeah. and so her family can't cook. So. Someone, it wasn't me because I wouldn't know, yeah. but I always imagined I would be trying to cook and send food yeah. somehow. But they That's set true. up a, um, a, a, it was a, like a whole fandangled oh. online schedule oh, that's on that day you cook yeah. and, the, and we had this whole group set up that's and of course so I couldn't lovely. work out how to yeah. use it and so I was like I'm just gonna so I'm gonna text you I'm yeah. sending you oh. um, emailing you an uber eats oh, thing that's, that's so, so your boys can, can do yeah. but it was like this whole thing you know yeah. she knows that and I think that's the thing the spirit of togetherness the spirit of community the spirit of yes. you know bonding together when when the chips are down yes especially when the times are d yeah, yeah exactly you know because That's every you know what we see on social media often mm. is oh my gosh it's so fab well yeah. it is you know a lot yeah. of it is fabulous but it's not always fabulous because after mm -hmm. you see something something you know online yes it's not always like that in reality absolutely i see yeah. online use is like having a photo album you always put your best photos through like a hardcover photo album. yeah you took photos of birthdays and things like that mm -hmm. so that's mm -hmm. how i've always treated it so i know yeah, everyone's putting up their best life yeah for sure everyone's going through something so yeah. always yeah. be kind yeah. yeah always be kind that's a beautiful thing yeah well look um Thank you so much for coming in today, Shirley. I feel excited that you were even here because I feel oh. like the last time we mm. met was at the casting. I feel like it was in the casting. Oh, yeah, it was a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, you were casting. It? I was uh, I was intimidated. I'm like, is this woman <laughs> going to book us? But I love that you're advocating for diversity. That means a lot. All, and, yeah. you know, and all the agents and the consultants yeah. and everybody, you yeah. know, things are changing now yes. and, and about time. So, yeah. you know, keep up with, Thank you know, talking about it and keeping, um, you know, keeping the conversation open and going yes, and we'll calling do. out stuff that doesn't feel right. Yes, thank you. We'll do. All right. Well, we'll Wonderful. put all your details yeah. um, on Wonderful. the post. Thank you. Business that goes up on YouTube and the um, podcast, and um, and you can um, you know follow what you're doing and have a look at all your amazing campaigns and your work. Oh, and are we allowed to share your graphic design? Uh, yes, business no, as well. that'd be great. Thank oh, you. I'll yes. put that on. Okay, yes, put that on as link. well. Yes, Wonderful. it's all about, you know, Thank sharing you. the love. Wonderful. Thank, Thank you, you so much. So if you like what you heard, 
be sure to subscribe, like, comment, share it. You can also find Tony and Co on Instagram at Tony and Co underscore styling underscore production, and that's T O N I A N D C O. You can also find the visuals of this podcast on YouTube. So just search us up at Tony and Co. Bye.